Hey guys, welcome to episode 49. This episode is here to talk about how to collab with wholesalers. Me being a realtor, Gladia Castro being a wholesaler, we've talked a lot about how we can how we should be collaborating with one another, especially in this type of market. So today I'm going to interview her. I have a couple questions on how us realtors should be collaborating with wholesalers. So first I'm going to let her introduce herself, tell you guys a little bit about what she's up to nowadays. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, thank you for having me on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's um, funny. It, it took us some courage and lots of takes to get to this point. But I'm Gladia Castro. I'm originally from California, uh, born and raised from the Bay Area, represent um i've you know been in real estate now for the last two and a half years i started off in wholesaling um background in tech uh started off as a product manager and then even then further out uh, i had experience in the nonprofit world um but what really captivated me about real estate was just the um just how big it is like there's so many things so many areas and um rows that you can kind of really go and you being in the adu uh world like it's so interesting one avenue that's many. Just, mm-hmm. yeah there's just one through like you know um as a realtor i didn't really start um you know for me like in wholesaling collaboration is everything so like we wholesale amongst each other um but we don't really talk about the huge collaboration between uh, wholesalers and realtors, a lot of times it's like wars, right? Where it's like, oh, I, I hate working with wholesalers or I hate working with realtors. Um, so I'm all about, you know, being kumbaya and collaborating and making money together. So um, I'm also a host of a podcast called Get the Bag Podcast with my um, co-host, Tim Park, who's also my business partner. Um, and we're all about collaboration and networking with each other because at the end of the day, it's the long run, right? It's the marathon. Um, you know, you, you can't shortchange people. Otherwise, you know, nobody's going to want to work with you. So if you can bring value to others, I think in turn, you'll make more money. And so that's the whole kind of aspect of uh, what we're doing and collaborating with realtors. Um, so there's a few things like we're, that we have coming up, which we'll discuss, which is one of them being an event uh, kind of uh with the theme of like collaboration between wholesalers and realtors. And then we also have a course coming out um, amongst the same thing on how realtors can make more money uh, collaborating with wholesalers. So that's just me and the just- now Before you share the course and the event, I will say that being a real estate for over 10 years, I understand how 10 years, most- that's real- a long time. That's a long time. And most realtors aren't collaborative. Like I think if anything, yeah. when I tapped into the space, a lot of realtors were very like, this is my, my territory and, you know, don't talk to my clients, especially now being an ADU consultant. I see it all the time where it's a very fear-based mentality and not a collaborative one. In order for you to tap into real estate, you have to be open to collaborating with other realtors, even like co-listing. Uh, but I think in simple terms, like before you go into the course and talk about the event, what are some simple steps that realtors can take to tap into wholesaling or to collaborate with wholesalers? Like one, for example, is JVing on a deal. Like mm-hmm. most realtors don't even know what that means or like, how do I get paid? You know, a lot of people or realtors 
will get turned off by a wholesaler reaching out to them because they think like, well, how am I going to get compensated? Right. So I think like demystifying some of those myths Mm -hmm. and kind of setting the tone for, yes, you are going to get paid. Yes, there's room for you to become part of the deal. Um, You don't necessarily have to just work on the MLS. There's off market deals, Mm -hmm. especially right now with I was on another call earlier today. We don't know how compensation is going to work out between realtors. There's so many lawsuits. So we as realtors don't even know what compensation is going to look like for us in the next couple of years. So if you're not, if you're only relying on what's on the MLS, exactly. And if you're only real, like relying on what's on the MLS and not really targeting on the off market world, which is a whole other beast, like you're, you're pretty much capping yourself out and you're not understanding that you have to pivot. Right. So I would say like, just give some, you know, some food for thought there on how, how we get paid, how we can involve ourselves in a wholesale deal and not have to worry about either not getting paid or our clients like losing out on the deal. Yeah. You touched on a lot of things there. I think um, I really like kind of what, what you were saying, at the end of the day, as realtors, I think, um, at least for, for what you talked about, a lot of them who are like territorial or whatever, um, they don't look at it as a, from an investor perspective. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like a very transactional, um, okay, this is how the process is. They don't really, because as an investor, uh, as wholesalers, I mean, like you're, you have to look at it from an investor's lens because um, you're selling it to investors. So you're almost you, underwriting the deal you, for you them. Have to, I mean, yeah, in, in a way, you have to know what, what you're looking at. So I think um, that's one kind of bridge that um, wholesalers can teach realtors. That, I mean, let, let's keep it real. There's bad apples in, in all different industries. Mm-hmm. There's, there's bad uh, realtors, just like there's bad wholesalers. So I think when it comes to re- working with wholesalers or agents, vice, vice versa, you have to learn how to vet them. So it's just, uh, don't just kind of jump in and throw the deal, like have a conversation, kind of get to know like who they, who they are. Um, and if they are kind of running deals in your market, I would ask around too. ask other investors or wholesalers or realtors um, about these people. Cause it's a, it's a small world when it comes to real estate. Uh, people know everyone, especially if you dip someone or, or done someone dirty, it will word worse will spread not to work with this person. Uh, so I think just trusting your gut, um, asking around, betting them. Um, and once you've kind of established that, establish a process of like, hey, wait, what, what, how does it work? Um, as, as, as wholesalers, we typically are direct to sellers uh, when it comes to off market. So we're really good at getting in touch with um, sellers who are in distressed situations that have problems. Uh, we usually, the problem then from there is like, all right, let's, let's find the buyer. So a lot of times agents have access to the MLS, right. Uh, where they can get buyers or they already have a list of buyers that they can get in touch with. So, um, in, in that case, the way it would work is like, okay, the wholesaler got it under contract at a certain price. Hey, I, I just met you, Stephanie. Like, let's, uh, hey, you have a list of buyers that are looking to buy in this area. I have a property that's perfect for one of your buyers. And the way typically we've done it is like, okay, say we got it under contract for $100,000, you know, and we want to display it at a specific price. Let's say we want to display at $130,000. Well, hey, um, your buyer is willing to pay $150,000. You tackle on your commission, whatever, 3% on top of the purchase price. Um, so say it comes out to 150. Um, so then we would get a specific amount and then you would get 3% of your cut that's added on top of the price. So that's always something 
um, that we've done. And then we have a really good tile company that's like, you know, as long as it's written it's out. self friendly. Yeah, as long as it's written out in our assignable agreement with the buyer that's like, hey, Stephanie Gutierrez at whatever brokerage is going to get X amount or X percentage of this purchase price. And then you're able to, to you know, move on. And, um, and, and then once you kind of understand the process, you can refine it. But you can do this with cash offers. You can do this with seller finance, which is a, probably a more advanced uh, conversation. But these are kind of things we'll talk about in our course and at the event. Um, on how to make more money because when people think seller finance, it's like, oh, you're not selling the, the house full cash. Right. How am I getting paid? Um, and I think at the end of the day too, if you're coming at me, well, how am I going to get paid? That's not a good look. Yeah. yeah. If you're coming at me like that too, when you're, you're not flexible with working with us, that tells me, oh, you're, I'll, I'll, I'll close this deal with you, but I probably won't work with you uh, after that. So that just gives you kind of a gist. Well, I think even amongst realtors too, like representing the listing side and the buyer side, we look for that too. At least I look for that too. That's very important. If the opposite team is like collaborating with me and working as a team to try and look out for the best interest for the client at the end of the day, then that tells me like, okay, this is somebody I would want to work with. Otherwise, like, you know, if you're just worried about how much commission you're going to get paid on, and you're not looking and at the outcome. there's lots of realtors who like that and wholesalers too. I mean, I'm yeah, I think, I think the bad rep is on both ends. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of the purpose of the podcast too, is like to demystify a lot of those misconceptions uh, uh, besides, you know, with, with realtors and wholesalers. I would say also as realtors, looking at it from a realtor's perspective, we always want to go for the listing. Like how can we list it in the MLS? There's some properties that are not worth listing or you shouldn't list, right? right. If it's very distressed, if the, the client is in a, a stressful situation about to get foreclosed on or they're open to seller financing and you need a quick close, like I think in certain situations, you just have to become that advisor that has another skill set. Like, hey, we don't always have to just go for posting it on the MLS and trying to get highest and best use. We can always like look at explore other options that are quicker close um, type of deals. Yeah. And with wholesalers, what people don't understand as realtors is they have a huge buyer list. Right. And so if you can um, cultivate a great buyers list and relationship with these clients or with these wholesalers, it's a win-win. You help your clients that are about to foreclose that need to sell within two weeks and have an auction date listed. Like that's where a wholesaler can come into play and solve the deal. And then you still get paid. As she said, you do get paid that two to 3% that typically we get paid on the buy side. So right. it's just being it's open to like very flexible, but people or realtors think that it's very black and white. And it's like, Oh, I give my deal to a wholesaler and I'm not getting paid. Right. Right. So because maybe they dealt with, uh, I mean, it's out in there, the past, yeah, yeah. The past, somebody gypped them. Um, I that's mean, one thing about wholesaling is it's, it is an open play field, right? Where there isn't a lot of regulation. So I feel like that's why it, you just got to know, it goes back to relationships and understanding who you're working with is really like vetted part of the team. Um, I know that you're having the event coming up, so mm -hmm. it's geared for realtors. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of realtors who, who want to tap into this type of market you got to understand wholesaling you have to have just an added skill set for your clients and i think being part of that event would be pretty dope because she's going to go over high level stuff like seller financing which right now with today's rates like it's a big topic of discussion right is that an option for your clients mm -hmm. 
Um, the course too you mentioned is mm -hmm. going to be for realtors on how to collaborate, how to structure deals. Yeah, how to make more money <clears throat> as realtors because mm -hmm. uh, as we talked about earlier, you you mentioned like maybe in the next few years realtors won't exist, right? right. Like it, because we have uh, Zillow's, your AI, your and AI and, mm -hmm. that's taking over. And uh, sellers are soon to realize, oh, I don't need to work through a, real a realtor. I can just do this and that. Um, so I always believe, like, you have to learn how to go direct to seller or at least kind of gain the uh, insights of, like, what that process looks like. If, if it is, if it is something you want to remain in real estate and keep, you know, working as a realtor or in some aspects sales. Um, you know, for us as wholesalers, we take a look at the... Um, we always look at options when we get something under contract or have a lead. We, we, we're like, okay, this can be a listing because it's too nice or it's in a great uh, shape. Um, they want the seller wants a higher price or, Hey, they have this and that. So we're, we're able to strategize and that's where the, the um, investor insights is really useful um, that a, a realtor uh, can learn from and, as well. So kind of understanding when they see a specific type of property, they can be like, huh, yeah, this probably doesn't make sense to list. Instead, let's do let's do this. Uh, and you're still adding value. You know, adding value isn't only listing it. Like there's other opportunities that you can use. We did this specifically with one realtor who reached out to us that it was a similar situation. The, the property was in foreclosure. She literally had two weeks. It didn't work as a listing and she had two weeks to close. Uh, and she was literally like, how, what do I do it? What do I add in my, uh, what do I add in my agreement? agreement? So we told her exactly what to add to just say, hey, I'm, you basically have to just say there's a specific clause I probably would list or check in with your mm -hmm. real estate attorney, uh, not an attorney by any means, but some listing something along the lines like, hey, I'm a uh, I'm a realtor, uh, but I'm also given the option to uh, assign this this agreement uh, and was able to find a buyer and actually made more money than what she would have if she listed it. So uh, this is this is why uh, the power of collaboration is so key. Um, and continuously learning because if you're just stuck in your black and white, um, yeah, you're still going to make money, but there's so much opportunity in that you're leaving value. on the table. Yeah, exactly. And at the end of the day, of both wholesalers and realtors, and this is a very short episode, guys, because I do have another call after this. But I wanted to throw it out there because we've been talking about doing the podcast together and we've just been procrastinating, which is what we don't want you guys to do as realtors <laughs> and wholesalers. Yeah. What I was going to say was at the end of the day, we're here with a purpose to solve problems and help our clients. And you're not going to get anywhere if you're not willing to collaborate. Uh, same with the ADU stuff. You know, a lot of realtors just don't aren't open to understanding the skill set, the knowledge, the process that it takes to build an ADU. If you were just to know a little bit more about that, you would actually get more deals, right? Mm -hmm. Simple as that. So knowledge is power. Um, I think that that was like the biggest takeaway that we wanted for you guys to take out of this episode is just that. And, and then obviously a quick promo, right, to share that we both have courses coming up. Mine's going to be for realtors in the ADU space, how to become an ADU specialist. She's working on one for wholesalers and how to collaborate with realtors. And then we also have meetups. So learn from that alone too, right? If you don't want to like collaborate with anyone, maybe start doing your own meetups, start doing your own course, uh, create your own network of trusted people because... It is a people's business, both um, relationship and clients. So, um, yeah, that was pretty much what I wanted to share today. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, our event is, I believe, February 10th. Mm -hmm. That's Saturday. 
Um, we're still figuring out the venue, but it'll be sometime around 12 or 1 p.m. Um, we're going to get as many people out there. We're going to bring on some guests uh, who are realtors, wholesalers uh, in the industry, and uh, basically showcasing examples of the collaboration model uh, that we're talking about here. And then we're we're going to also have the, uh, the course by then, too. So uh, really excited for you guys to check that out. Um, you guys can see my handle right here at the real Gladia. Hit me up on IG. And um, I also have a podcast, like I mentioned, Get the Bag podcast. Mm-hmm. Check I'm that out. To be a guest on yeah, you'll be a guest too. on it eventually. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll probably talk about something similar, maybe gearing up to the uh, for our uh, events coming up. But yeah, maybe you want to be a guest. Maybe you have a specialty within the real estate community. Yes, and you want to share that. As many guests. We, we're open to you know having you guys on both of our podcasts. So. Make sure you guys check us out. Um, thank you so much, Gloria, for being You're with welcome. me. And she's also my life partner. Just wanted yes. to throw that out there. Yes. So yes. it's nice to have her on. Um, I think I'm going to finish it off with 50 episodes at the end of the year because that was my goal. And so having her for the 49th one is very special Let's to just me. make another and one. And I'm going to make another one for 50. <laughs> yeah, or I'm going to do my own. <laughs> but I wanted to do like a recap, right, of everything that I've done, everyone who I've interviewed, what's been my biggest takeaway Um, And then just kind of share my own knowledge. So we'll leave it at that, guys. Thank you so much. I appreciate you all. um, And I'm very grateful. Happy holidays to everyone. Happy holidays. Happy New Year.